What is up, my friend? Welcome to episode number 58 of the Anthony John Amix podcast. This episode is all about cold therapy benefits in life and in business. If you've ever wanted to learn a way to help you develop like mental toughness that translates into practical ways that reduces your stress and brings you more peace and joy throughout every single day, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Anthony John Amex Podcast, helping entrepreneurs break through to new levels of peace, power, and profit. Prepare to open your mind to the proven tactics and strategies the world's leading intellects have used to avoid a stagnant career and achieve a life of freedom, purpose, and success. It's time to increase your levels of power with your host, Anthony John Amex. All right, welcome back. Today I'm bringing you on a guy by the name of Mike. Garrick, somehow or another, Mike and I, we connected via Facebook. I'm actually still kind of uncertain how we connected, how that happened. But what I do know is I was scrolling through my feed one day and there was this video post of a guy sitting in a chest freezer in his garage, like talking about how he made his own cold pool and how he was using it to expand his cold exposure. And it was like in that moment, I was like, I have to talk to this guy. So I reached out to him, sent him a direct message. We had a conversation. And by the end of that conversation, I knew he'd be a great guy to have here on the podcast. Now, if you've never heard of about Mike before, I'm telling you, you're missing out. He's a great guy. He's been a firefighter for the past 18 years. He's still active and he loves like serving his community up in Utah in emergency situations. But one of the things that really brings him a lot of happiness is helping people avoid crises in the first place. Like he enjoys using his high energy and passion and love for personal development and nutrition and fitness to help change people's minds. And he believes it's the mind that ultimately creates the body. So we dive deep into all things cold therapy and mindset related topics during this episode. Now, before I bring him on, I want to let you know, like if you're an established coach or a course creator, and if you feel stuck or stalled out in the growth of your life or your business, and you want to find a way like a way to help you break through to a new level of freedom, purpose, and success in your life. I'm opening up a few spots to help one or two more people. If you want to explore the possibilities of taking one of those spots, you can go to talkwithaj.com to schedule a breakthrough call with me. And during that time, we'll explore like where you're at, where you want to go, and uncover the exact hurdle that's keeping you stuck or stalled out. And we'll also develop a plan for creating whatever it is that you want faster. And by the end of that call, if you want my help in pulling off that plan, we'll talk about how to make that happen. And if at any point I feel like we're not a good fit or if you don't feel like we're a good fit, then we'll just have an epic breakthrough session. So if you're ready to break through to a new level of freedom, purpose, and success, and you want to have a conversation to explore how to make that happen, simply go to talkwithaj.com to schedule a time to talk with me. Now, with that being said, let's bring Mike onto the podcast. Mike, what up, brother? Welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, dude, and you're coming in from uh, Utah. I forgot what city you are in Utah. What city is it again? I'm in Farmington, which is Farmington. just north of Salt Lake. Yep. Awesome, dude. Awesome, man. Well, I'm excited today just because, dude, I found you. Somehow we'd been connected on Facebook. I don't even know how sometimes I get connected to people on Facebook, but thankfully I'm always connected to really amazing human beings. And you had posted a picture of you like chilling in your garage and in this ice box, this fridge that had a bunch of water in it. I had recently been studying Wim Hof doing the cold exposure therapy, not to the extent that you are just like cold showers, things of that nature. 
So dude, what led you into putting water into an ice box in your garage where you consciously are like, I'm going to put myself into cold water every single day? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where when, once you start opening doors and you start going down into rabbit holes, uh, you just, you find some pretty amazing things. And as a kid, I've always been attracted to the outdoors and heat and cold, you know, jumping in rivers and lakes, you know, as a kid, but you don't really realize at that age, you know, that, you know, I don't know if you want to call it nature or the way things are that pull it's, it's natural and it feels good. And, and as we get older, we start to kind of pull away from those things because they become labeled extreme. Well, for me personally, um, I'm a firefighter. I've been a firefighter for 22 years and, uh, I deal with a lot of stress and, um, that builds up either consciously or subconsciously. And, you need ways to actually cope and deal with that. And so as I started to find guys like Wim Hof and some of these other guys that started to really push this, uh, of course, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a big practitioner. I'll, I'll just take off on it and I'll actually do it because I want to actually do it before I actually tell people about it. So I studied Wim Hof for a couple of years and started doing his techniques. And uh, if you're going to commit to something, you got to have it available to you. So um, I'm sure we'll get into, you know, where to start for people. Just like you said, you're starting with cold showers and that's a great place to start. But part of the problem with that is, is that if you live in a, you know, like right now in Utah, you know, we're starting to warm up or Arizona or California. So your, your, uh, your cold water is not that cold. Yep. Right. Which may be okay for people, but you want to be able to control that environment to where you can actually be more committed. And that's really where I started to be like, Hey, look, I'm going to get this chest freezer. Cause I found a couple people that that we're showing how to do it. So I jumped in, did it. And yeah, it's like, if you're at, you know, at nighttime, if you've got to go down to the store and buy, you know, five or 10 bags of ice and bring them back and dump them into your tub and then try to go through that process, your likelihood of being committed and staying consistent with it is just not going to be very good. If that yeah. makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense, man. So you talked about like being a firefighter, there's lots of stressors. What's some of the stress that you're dealing with and how has like cold exposure kind of helped mitigate some of that stress? Well, it's interesting because, you know, cold exposure is, is a stress in itself, but it's a very acute stress. So when it comes to the fire department, there's really two types of stress. There's a stress that, that we have internally that we put on ourselves, which is due to perception. And there's also the physical stress, which can be, you know, just putting in too much volume, sleep deprivation where you're not healing and things like that. And usually as an adult, you know, you start to layer those stress levels until you start to see maybe health effects start coming in. Like one of my biggest things, it was two main things. I noticed that I was waking up in the morning with anxiety, which I'd never done before. And I noticed that my inflammation wasn't going away. So like, you know, like if I had any type of like wound or like, let's say like ingrown hairs, you know, that would get infected, they just wouldn't go away. They were, they were staying inflamed. And I noticed that and it started to kind of build up. And so uh, I needed something, I needed a very powerful tool that was natural because obviously you could go mainstream and you could use a lot of anti-inflammatories, you know, the drugs, totally. and they just, you're, you know, it's a, it's, it's a lateral or a reverse move because you're just kind of destroying your health to, to get rid of that inflammation. But when you start to understand like cold, uh, especially acute exposure to cold wipes out inflammation more effectively than, than anything else. So that was one, but two, one of the things about cold exposure is that it's the same thing with meditation. With meditation, you're trying to bring yourself into the present moment because from what I've learned and how I've studied the brain is that fear, fear lives, fear can't live in the moment. Fear is going to live in the future. It's the, it's the projected negativity of what might happen in the future. 
whether it's conscious or subconscious, that you're actually projecting that. So when you get into cold water, it immediately brings you right into the present moment. You cannot be thinking about anything else but being in that cold water. Okay. So if that's the case, you know, your mind, uh, your perception of what's going on, whether it be past or present produces, produces emotions, which gives, which gives you, you know, how you're feeling. So we go in these loops of, of, uh, of anxiety that we have a hard time getting out of because they're subconscious. We've, we've ran them so many times that they're subconscious. So I need a very powerful tool to knock me out of whether it be thinking of the past or thinking about the future, you know, the anxiety and the depression and put me right into a centeredness, you know, a meditation state and cold water and the actual breathing was what did that for me. Nice. And have you found like once you're, you know, you're in the cold water, you're definitely in the present moment, but how does that kind of parlay into after you're out of the cold water? Like does the, the stress come back or has cold exposure somehow helped you rewire your thinking patterns and belief systems? So your, ang- your anxiety and internal stress is like totally reduced, of course, over time if we're doing this in a, in a committed fashion. Yeah, that's a great question because ultimately like talking about patterns, the way we think in patterns and you probably heard you know, the, the famous study about people who we basically have 60, 80,000 thoughts, you know, every day. And the majority of those are the same thoughts. And so you've got to, you've got to get out of those patterns. So, you know, getting into the, into the cold brings you into the moment. And one of the biggest things that you want to do when you're getting into the cold is you want to pay attention to a couple different things. You want to pay attention to your mechanics, right? What is your body doing? And also your mindset, what is your mind doing? Because part of the thing is like, if you get into a cold shower in the morning, and you get in and you start saying to yourself, oh, this is going to suck and I hate this. And you start doing that negative internal dialogue. Well, you really haven't learned anything and you're not going to really gain that much benefit from doing the cold because part of it is, is the commitment to actually getting in there and actually doing it and then changing that internal narrative, right? That internal dialogue that's so negative with most of us. And you're using the cold as a way to do that because nobody likes cold water. It's very uncomfortable. So there's levels of it. And you're, what you're doing is just like exercise. You're pushing that level of, of being uncomfortable and you're learning about yourself. So if you do, if you do one thing one way, generally you're going to do it the same in other areas of your life. And so it's kind of a practice of, I'm going to get into this cold. I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to change and rewire the way I actually talk to myself about doing hard things. Okay. So this is where the practice comes in, but it, it's interesting because that's the long-term effects of it. The short-term totally. effects are how it affects your body physically. So when you're doing it, if you're doing it properly and you're using your breath, which, which is 80% breathing, and people don't really, they, they see Wim Hof, they see me in the ice tub, and they, they get excited about it. They think it's really neat because of all the ice, and they think it's kind of a magic bullet, but it's not. It's you have to learn to incorporate the breathing on top of it because you're using the breathing to control the aspect of how you're responding to it, if that makes sense right? But either way, but either way, your body is is going to react to that cold and it's going to kick out adrenaline. It's going to kick out different hormones and it's kick out stuff that's for anti-inflammation. It's going to help you physically, right? That's a a process just like working out, you know, one time's not really going to do it, but if you do it, you know, over the period of, you know, days and weeks and months, you know, it just starts to stack up as a foundation. Does that make sense? I hope I answered the question. Yeah, dude, it makes perfect sense to me. And I think the distinction to anchor here is, is there, there's a difference between doing these types of things from a place of force rather than from a place of power. Because I think 
lots of people think, like you said, it's cool. They're going to do it. And hoorah, they're going to like force themselves in the cold shower or force themselves into the cold water. And, and, and it's just like force. And probably a lot of those people are forcing their way through results or whatever is going on. But if we can tap in and learn how to breathe and like really go into this from a place of power, this is what's going to translate into powerful results in life. So let me give you an example. When I first started doing like cold showers, it was probably like four years ago or something. One of my coaches, Jeremy Eugene Wilson at the time was like, dude, you need to do cold showers, three, minim- three minutes minimum, just hit the timer and go. And I did that for a whole season. I think it was like a 30-day thing or maybe it was a two-week thing. I don't remember. But I remember just like doing it for the sake of doing it. I remember turning on the cold water and I was like, screw you, cold water. Come on. You want some of it? Like it was like <laughs> I was battling with the cold water. And, you know, so I, I went through that process. And of course, it was beneficial for just learn, me being comfortable and, and, and discomfort, right? But then Wim taught me a thing, uh, which he was like, you should never force yourself into the cold, like align with the breath, get grounded. And then as the cold water is like hitting you, just take that deep breath in. And I don't, and it's like, be with it. And so I started doing that. And I was like, this is a very different way of experiencing this one from like fighting life. And then the other one, just like being in the pocket and just surrendering to it. And the correlation from there into life was vastly different. Because one was like almost training you to be more gritty. Another one was just like training you to be more peaceful. Uh, I would say also more powerful because you're responding to life rather than reacting to life. And I think oftentimes coming back to force, people are reacting to the cold or they're reacting to the stressors that they're creating for their lives rather than learning how to really respond. And I think that's the distinction where the magic comes in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about because awesome. it, it's like, it's like when you fight with the way that life is right, you're going to get more of that. That's going to yeah. cause more problems. And so it's the same thing with cold is people are like, well, yeah, it's cold and it hurts. And it's like, well, yeah, that's the point is, is that you get in there and it hurts and you breathe through the hurt, you breathe through that pain. And then you just start to level that up to however high you want to go. You don't have to get into, you know, something that's like frozen over, you know, like something that's 50 degrees is really cold for people. And so you work up and, you, and you're like, you're talking about it. It's how are you responding to it internally, mentally? Your body is going to, it takes some time for your body. Well, dude, your, your phone overheated. We're back. It's all good. <laughs> Second lesson. It's a, it's a learning curve. I'm getting better every time. <laughs> oh man, that phone needs a little bit of heat exposure. Kind of work its way up into being comfortable <laughs> with that, that uh, you know, Utah heat. Yeah, it does. It's not very strong. It was uh, just warm outside. And then all of a sudden it popped up. I'm like, oh, this is great. So, all right, you know, we'll bob and weave and here we are back. Awesome. I've had that happen to you, man, on client calls. I'll be sitting in the shade here in Texas and it's not even hot to me, but apparently Apple thinks that it's hot and it doesn't like it. So I totally understand, man. Totally understand. So dude, let's get back into talking about cold exposure therapy. Uh, I want to back up a little bit. I know um, some of the stuff I've read about you, you, t- you, you mentioned that you're like completely committed to, to canny, constantly never ending improvement, which is like a Japanese thing. But you're like all about like mind, body, personal development, nutrition. What led you being so committed to those things? Yeah, that's a good question because um, I mean, I think it goes really far back uh, to uh, my family life. You know, I come from a divorced family and my dad, he's kind of the polar opposite of me. He smokes and drinks and really doesn't care about his health very much. But my mom, on the other hand, she started at a young age, probably I'd say like, you know, late teens, she started to incorporate the health into my life. And, 
I really liked what I, what I was experiencing. I mean, she was, you know, feeding us good food and that started, that led me into getting into nutrition. And uh, so I really took off with nutrition. I was really big into nature and, and, uh, you know, getting outdoors and things like that. And I always loved adventure. Um, I think it started off with, with uh, nutrition. And then as I got older, me and my brother really got into exercise and specifically working out at the gym. And uh, this was a way to deal with another, here we come back to, you know, tools, which is what we're talking about, tools, coping, coping tools and tools to deal with and adapt with whatever it is that's going on. So as you know, you're going through junior high and high school and you're dealing with a ton of stress and you're trying to learn how to, you know, figure that out and you're trying to gain self-confidence and me and my brother got into working out, which really helped, which then also, you know, amplified the nutrition portion of it. So uh, I got into that, you know, probably for my, you know, I was 20s and even early 30s. And then I started to realize that a huge, huge part of all this is the, the psychological component of it. It's the, it's the way that the mind works. And, and uh, I was really going through some rough times when I, I'd gotten married and I was going through some really, really rough times. And I ended up hiring a, a mental toughness coach who was, he was a, um, a therapist. And then he actually left therapy. And went into coaching because because he knew that just kind of like a lot of our systems they're they're broken or incomplete, and so he went into coaching, which is more of of like focusing on what you want and not really focusing on the past. Which obviously both of them can be very beneficial, but um, he felt that, that coaching or learning about the way that the mind works and focusing on what you do want was was much quicker. Was much quicker, and so I had read a few books about it, but once I hired this guy he blew my mind and, and blew some doors wide open because he opened up some things to me for me that I, I had no idea that were even possible. And, uh, from there it just, you know, I, I can't get enough. I mean, mm. I just, I, I, everything that I do, everything, all of my, all of my entertainment on a day-to-day basis revolves around those three subjects. Well, with the exception of a, of a fourth one, which is mental toughness, you know, psychology, nutrition, the best possible nutrition, that we can get. And obviously this is science that keeps changing, right? And moving the body, exercising, moving the body, being more effective with that, you know, on a health uh, basis, but also adventure, you know, adding adventure in there. And so everything that I do revolves around all of those things. Awesome, man. What were some of those doors that that, that guy helped you open up? Oh, uh, man, I was at a point where I would get so triggered by certain things that I had no control over. So let's say you take, you know, the, what people can, can understand is like, say, road rage. You're on the road and somebody cuts you off or something happens and it just, it just triggers you, you know, and you see red. Well, what I was finding is that that was controlling my whole day. I was reacting to something that I had no real control over and it was ruining my whole day. And I didn't even realize mm. that that was under my control. You know, like a lot of people, I would start like blaming all these different external circumstances. Well, the biggest door that he opened up for me was he said, look, he said, when something happens, he said, it's your job to actually perceive that in a way that actually will benefit you. But you don't even have to go that far because you have, you know, you have negative, you have neutral, and then you have positive. So sometimes you don't have the the willpower to get from negative to positive, but you could get to neutral or you could get to less negative. So let's say if you're in a habit of, of getting really angry while driving because of your reacting to everybody else. Okay. It might take you a whole day to change your state. Well, 
the practice is, is to understand and to catch yourself when you're doing that and to, and to choose something differently, you know, that internal dialogue that we're talking about, okay, that's going to move you from negative to less negative. And hopefully you can get to neutral and then eventually you're going to be able to get, you're going to be able to go from negative, seeing red, processing it, catching yourself, like we said, understanding how you're reacting to things, you know, and then using breath work, using whatever tools at your disposal, you can go into this other state. And one day turns into half a day, turns into one hour, turns into like instantaneously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it, man. That's like, that was, and when that light bulb went on, it was a game changer, game changer. And still at the fire department, I, I work with over, over a hundred people and I've got a, I've got a reputation for being extremely positive and people think like I'm that way all the time. I'm like, no man, it's just a choice. Like things happen all the time. I get, I get pissed off just like everybody else. Right. It's just, why stay there? It's not going to do you any good. It's just people ever, you know, people that are around you are going to kind of just like, they don't want to, you know, nobody wants to be around somebody who's always mad. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Man. Now, one of the things I think you believe, and maybe I'm wrong, is the mind creates the body. Would you agree with that? I think it's a two-way street. Okay. So not only does the mind create the body, but the body creates the mind. And so it's this, it's this, this dynamic of communication back and forth. And so this is part of what's really cool about what we're talking about, about cold exposure. So if you learn about the mind, you learn that, that you can do something that's called catch own and replace, like we're talking about. You catch these thoughts, you own, you understand that you're the one that's creating them, and then you replace them with something else, okay? But there's going to be times in your life where you can't get out of that mental space. It's too powerful, okay? So another way you can do it, it's almost like a back door, is you can use your own physiology to affect your mind, okay? So this is where the cold exposure, this is where the breathing, this is where the walks in nature, the exercise, the yoga, the, all the things that people can use to influence their mind. Because then once you, you got to understand something, is that the way that the mind works, as soon as your heart rate gets to a certain point, it'll shut your prefrontal cortex off, which is your thinking mind, and you go into reactionary mode, okay? They talk about people, most of the people that are in prison, you know, they're in a situation and they reacted and they did something that put them there, right? Because that thinking mind shut off for, for a period of time and they reacted, right? So if you can separate that, if you can slow that down, which if you're using your body or if you're using your mind, like the mental tool that we just talked about, okay? Either way, it doesn't matter because you're going to get to the same point. So they're both, it's both correct. You know, your, your body is influencing your mind and your mind is influencing your body. Ultimately, your mind is in control. Like you're saying, ultimately, it's what builds everything because your body is just going to, it's going to follow suit to the way you're thinking. But if you can't get to where you want to think, then you just commit to it and do it. And then that changes your thinking. Awesome. Does that make sense? Dude, it makes perfect sense. And I'm at a place in life where sometimes my mind doesn't have answers. And so I, yeah. I've learned how to align with that truth of I don't know. And I'm very comfortable in being in the space of I don't know. And then using tools like breath work to then align me with something way greater than myself that then kind of says, hey, here's how to respond to this situation. Here are your next steps. And to me, that's brought me a lot less stress and a lot more clarity to create like results a lot faster. Have you experienced that as well? Absolutely. You know, we live in a time where, you know, where we have access, instant access to information and we talk about being right. And that's very stressful. 
right? When it's, when you can just get to a place, like you said, when you just say, look, I don't know. And that releases a lot of that stress. And, and then what's really interesting and paradoxical about the way that the mind works, this is how memory works too, is that have you ever had somebody walking up to you and you're like, uh Oh, I forgot their name. And then you put more stress on yourself and it makes it worse. You can't think of their name. Right. And you're sitting here and you have all this stress and then you have a conversation and it's kind of embarrassing. They walk away and all of a sudden, as soon as you calm down, it, it comes right to you. Right. Totally. So it's like that, you know, if you can, if you can lower yourself down, if you can stay, you know, the whole stay calm thing, if you yeah. can stay calm and, and, and control that narrative. Right. Like totally. It, 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 you, yeah. And there's a whole nother piece too, which is if, if we're really not carrying around this feeling, this internal pressure of what people think about us and we, we really care about it deeply. Instead, we could just align with the truth when we're with another human and we could get very vulnerable and very intimate and being like, this may sound crazy. I know I've met you before. I've met you four times. We've had amazing conversations. And right now, I absolutely can't remember your name. Do you mind just sharing my, your name with me again? And this time I won't forget it. And they're like, oh, my name is Julie. You're like, oh, fantastic. I remember now. Thank you, Julie. And now we can be present yeah. and we can engage in the conversation without having a lot of this internal pressure. But that internal pressure is usually driven by a lot of fear of like, what are they going to think about me? Oh, am I going to look this way? And uh, at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter if we can just be comfortable in our own skin and take back our power rather than living from force. That's where the stress yeah. levels start reducing and reducing and reducing and reducing. You're hundred percent right. And just what you really touched on a good point is that when you're thinking about, you can't remember her name, right? Like you're not present, you're not connecting with them. They can sense that you miss the whole point of being with that person and then, <laughs> totally. you know, connecting with that person. Right. Cause if yeah. you would, they would have laughed, you would have laughed and then you could get on with things. Exactly. Do you know, I want to talk about like, how do we have time to really do like cold exposure and take our, our health and our fitness and our nutrition like as serious as, as you do, uh, especially for people who are married, who have children, who run businesses. Yeah. How do they find time? Like I, I struggle with this personally of like, mm -hmm. you know, meal prepping and all of like, I hate meal prepping. I hate it. If I could yeah. just open up my stomach and insert some juice, I'd be happy. So, <laughs> so how does somebody really carve out the time to really take their health to an optimal level like you do? That's, a, that's such a great question and such an important one. And it's one that I battle with all the time as well. But I think that comes down to something. Uh, I, I really like to, I like to work with systems and principles. Yeah. Um, and one of, my, one of my principles is is scale but never miss. So a lot of times people are kind of like in this all or nothing. They want like this whole Wim Hof experience. Like, no, it's, it's like if you can just start with, if you can commit and start with one or two minutes a day, right? Like you just sit down do some breathing, right? Connect with yourself, check, go on to your next thing. And you do the next day. Pretty soon you get good enough to where you're like, you might say, Hey, that was that, that little practice gave the, the return on investment of that practice accentuated my whole life. So I'm going to make more time for it. Right. I'm going to pull from these other things and I might make five or 10 minutes. Right. And so that's really what, what I think it's all about. It's, it's about practice, practicing these things for yourself seeing what works for you and then scaling it to whatever you need to, right? Like, like a cold shower versus the cold shock tub experience is yeah. different because you, you're going to get in a shower anyway, most likely during the day. So you get in there, you, you turn it on warm, you, you wash yourself, you soap yourself off and then you go, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do 20 seconds. I'm not going to do a minute. I'm going to do 10 seconds, whatever you can do consistently. And then it's this, it's, I like to call it uh, you know, like daily wins because it's this exciting thing of where you're like, Hey, look, 
I get up, I get up when my alarm goes off first. I don't hit snooze. I turn around, I make my bed. That's a win. I go into the shower, I wash up, and then it's like, okay, can I get my third win for the day? And it's not even, it's not even, you know, seven o'clock yet. Boom, you know, and you keep stacking those wins, and that makes you feel really, really good to hit these other things that are that are important as well, like those main things like going to work and dealing with spouses and dealing with kids. And if you can be better from these little tiny, these little tiny scalable routines to, to be a better father and uh, employee or, or boss or whatever it is, right? Then you're more likely willing to actually do them and scale them and actually incorporate them into your life because you don't have to be. I, I do this stuff because I like to push the envelope, but it's what I do. This is, yeah. this is what I do, right? Most people, they're not looking for that. They're, they're like, how, how can I how can I eat a little bit better? How can I feel a little bit better? How can I have more control over my mind for stress? Right. They don't, they don't need to be extreme like me. Right. Does totally. that make sense? It makes, yeah. it makes total sense. Cause I'm like a, an extreme spiritualist. So I take spiritual concepts to the extreme. So I'm like, let's try this one on. Let's see how this one works. Does this one work? Does this not? <laughs> so I totally understand taking things to the extremes when you're super passionate about something. hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Um, yeah. If people wanted to get started in, in cold exposure, like where do they start, man? Like what are the, st the steps to get started? So like we're talking about, really, you got to kind of look at what your, what your, uh, your resources are. So if you're, you're in an area where the water's cold, just start with a cold shower because it's the easiest thing to do. You could also even do something like, uh, you know, like let's say most people have fridges and most people have like either an ice maker or a way to make ice. You can either just do a big bowl of, of ice water and put your face in it. Like mm. it's so scalable and so easy to do. So I would recommend showers. I would rec recommend something like that. If you are out in nature, you know, use streams and lakes and, uh, you know, bodies of water to your advantage. And then, you know, start working up to something that's more, you know, long-term like the, like the tubs, you know, if you want to buy a tub and then, you know, you can buy ice if you want to do it every now and then like once a week, whatever. But then you move into, if you really want to actually buy a freezer and convert it into, you know, a, a cold shock tub, right? So, you know, that we come back to the scale, but never miss. It's really easy for some people to actually try this stuff and then, and then make them go up from there because you'll know right away, like, you'll know, like, even when I put my face in, in, in ice water like that, and I just do it, let's say two or three times, like it changes my outlook. It changes mm -hmm. the way I breathe. It changes the tone of my skin. It changes all kinds of things just to, and it only takes a couple of minutes and you can multitask while you're making your coffee, while you're doing dinner, while you're, you know, watching your kids. Like sure. there's all these things that you can do that you can incorporate into. So it's, it's scale that never miss once again. What, uh, what temperature do you like to keep your uh, ice tub? So I like to do a little bit longer duration. So my, my ice tub is generally in between 40 and 50 degrees, which is really cold, but it's not like frozen over. So I like that because I can be more consistent. I can stay in there for a little bit longer time and I can practice my breath work. Awesome. Uh, but it, it, once again, it depends. I mean, it, it, the colder it is, the more, see, the cold is like, is like going to the, to the gym and, and lifting weights, right? The colder it is, the more resistance you're going to get. So if you, here's a good way to look at it. If you get into the water and it's too cold for you to have 10 breaths and control those 10 breaths, it's too cold for you right? Drop it down. So it's not that cold and work up to that. Does that make sense? Uh, totally. Especially, Absolutely. especially you, you control in, in through the nose, out through the nose. And that act, that exhale is the most important. You're controlling your response to the cold and you're listening to your mind and you're working on your internal dialogue. And you're like, look, I'm going to get in, I'm going to do 10 breaths and I'm done. 
it's that simple, right? And I'm gonna and I'm gonna learn from that experience. And then tomorrow or next week, however often you do it, I'm gonna be better, right? I'm gonna maybe maybe when I'm in the cold shower and I and I sense myself just I start doing this, I start turning away from the cold like this because I'm you know subconsciously I don't want to you know get in the cold. I go all right, no, and I make sure that I face the cold and I look right into it and I go all right, let's go. And you can say it out loud, you can say it internally, but you're it's this daily learning process. Right. Awesome, man. What is your temperature that you want to get down to? If you're at that 45, 50 degrees and you're there for a longer period, are you working to get down to 33 degrees, 32 degrees, or is that not on your agenda right now? No, absolutely. I'm definitely uh, working towards getting that, you know, and it just, just like anything else, it just, it's, it's, it's an exercise. It's a workout. But even if like, let's say you don't have to do that, you can go as cold as you want. You just may only be able to stay in there for 15, 20 seconds, right? Sure, whereas, sure. whereas, you know, the colder temperatures or excuse me, the not so cold temperatures, I can stay in there longer and I can work on my breath work. Right. And I can, and I can, I can, uh, I, at this point right now, I like that better, but you know, you've seen my pictures. I love to go out when it's cold, bust through the ice in a lake and just go into it, you know, just for a full on, let's see what I can handle. Let's see what I can take. Right. Yeah. Which is a different experience. It's a different experience, but awesome, it's, man. it's, it's still good. It's still beneficial. If you could go back in time and give your younger self some wisdom that would help him collapse time and get results faster, what would you tell him? Oh man, <laughs> what a great question. Uh, don't wait. Don't wait. That, I think that's one of the biggest things. And I also learned that from my coach is, is that's one of the biggest things is that when something comes up in your life, and specifically me is I want things to be, you know, in the right place, or I want things to be right circumstance, or I want, you know, it doesn't work that way. It's like, like you're talking about, like, we all have so much on our plate, and there's so much going on. But you know, inside when you need to take action, and you just do it, don't think about it, just do it. And, and learn from it, and enjoy the circumstance. And then you can come back and, and be better the next experience. I mean, that failure that failure uh, curve where you just fail faster. Yep. Like that's it, man. Perfect, man. And if somebody takes your advice, they, they choose to go all in on cold exposure, you know, and, and work their way up, but they're like committed to it for the long term. What do you know is possible for them? Like what are some like tactical, tangible results they can kind of expect from this process? Oh, man. There's so many different, there's so many different aspects of this that it's hard to get into, you know, like, it, you know, these tangible things, but ultimately you're going to, you're going to see, you're definitely going to see a, a, a stronger mental toughness your, your willpower, your ability to be more decisive. You're going to see your health improve because it's going to improve your breathing. You're going to see your sleep improve because it definitely affects that. And I don't know how, other than it drops your temperature, like, especially if you do it right before bed, drops your temperature down, right? Because every time I get in it, it's. It actually improves my sleep. It's going to knock your inflammation out. So if you're dealing with inflammation, especially chronic inflammation, it's going to knock that, that, that out. Accelerated healing is one of the big things that heat and cold exposure, especially when you contrast it like that back and forth, it's going to speed up your healing. But it's also going to change your, your relationship with yourself, which I think is, is one of the biggest things that anybody, anybody out there wants. They want to have more self-confidence. They want to have to understand their thinking right? And they want to be able to connect with their mind to their body. And in my opinion, breathing while with, you know, with the cold, combining those two things, I don't think there's anything better. 
Awesome, man. Cool, dude. Well, if you guys want to learn more about Mike, you can go connect with him on Facebook. He's always posting crazy videos, doing crazy adventurous things. It's wonderful content. I'd highly recommend it. Facebook.com slash Mike.Garrick, G-A-R-R-I-C-K dot three. So Mike.Garrick dot three over on Facebook. Um, over on Instagram at Mind Nutrition Body. So at Mind Nutrition Body. Follow him over on Instagram. Mike, dude, thank you so much for being here, brother. I really appreciate you. It's been a pleasure, man. Thanks. Well, there you have it, my friend, Mike Garrick. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. I hope you gained a lot of insight into how cold therapy can actually benefit your life. I know personally, I've been doing my best to follow the strategies taught by Wim Hof and have seen a noticeable improvement in my ability to respond to the stressors of life. And I've also noticed an increased level of just kind of like a pure happiness from day to day. So I'm willing to speak from firsthand experience and recommend adding some version of cold therapy into your life on a daily basis. Thank you so much for being here today. Remember, if you're ready to explore what it's going to take to break through to a new level of freedom, purpose, and success in your life, simply go to talkwithaj.com to schedule a time to talk with me. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you have an amazing day. Until next time, my friend, I'm out. Peace. That's all for this episode of the Anthony John Amex podcast. But we have plenty more to help you achieve a life of freedom, purpose, and success. Head on over to ajamex.com for exclusive resources, information, and tools to break through to new levels of peace, power, and profit. We look forward to having you back for the next episode of the Anthony John Amex podcast. Bye for now.